Moms don't get enough credit. We take care of kids. We take care of husbands. We take care of our homes. We run businesses. And we work our asses off. Sometimes moms need a break. We need to ignore the laundry. Forget the dishes. Put the crafts down and just relax. When do we get our break? While they sleep. All right. Hi, y'all. Hi, friends. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi, friends. So today we're talking about relationships. And Dr. Seuss said, we're all a little weird and life's a little weird. And when we find someone whose weirdness is compatible with ours, we join up with them and fall into mutual weirdness and we call it love. I love that. Um, So I feel like our podcast is about mom life, right? And in order to talk about like us as moms, like we have to give credit where credit is due. Um, So we also have to talk about our partners that help us navigate our journey and um, get through mom life with us. So today we're going to go through and talk about like how we met our significant others and how long we've been together and all that good fun stuff. And Kara is our veteran She's been with her spouse the longest, so she's going first. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yay. Um, my husband and I met when we were 16. Uh, I was 16. He was 17. We met through mutual friends. Uh, his cousin was actually dating my best friend at the time. And <laughs> I really didn't like him at first. <laughs> He was obnoxious and annoying, and I'm sure I was equally as annoying. Um, but we all hung in the same circle, and fast forward, I think about a year later is when we actually started, like, officially dating. Um, and then we split. Uh, I was a toxic person in a deep addiction, so I wasn't in any way sort somebody to be settling down with, and he was ready to settle his life or I guess live his life, not settle in life. Uh, So we went our separate ways. And then shortly after I got clean and sober, when I was in rehab, he had reached out while he was on deployment just to check in and see how everything was going. And then uh, things started off from there, I guess, in a way. And then I flew out to San Diego uh, beginning of 2009. got engaged and then April 2009 we were married and here Aww. we are uh, five kids later still that is so sweet <laughs> um, that is so, so cute next up we have our high school sweethearts Carmen oh great um, <laughs> it's weird because he's sitting right here next to me so <laughs> Um, We met in high school. I was 15, and he was 17. We met in high school. Um, He asked me to the homecoming dance, and we went, or I went, and the homecoming game was the night before, and he had walked off the field and gave me a hug and hit me in the face with a shoulder pad, and it hurt pretty bad. (laughs) Um... (laughs) <laughs> and then that was in 2011, 
and then we got engaged 2015 and got married in 2016 exactly a year after we got engaged and and we've been together all that time and now we've got three kids we have a house we live in our hometown still we never left that's <laughs> so sweet tell us um about your proposal because that's sweet too right oh it is super oh cute. yeah well i'm a harry potter nerd and he <laughs> we went to universal studios for a vacation and he proposed to me at harry potter world um by the night bus that's like right outside the entrance to it um but i had seen that my mom had an unread text from Casey so I looked and I was like why the heck is Casey texting my mom and so I knew he was going to propose the whole time I was down there Carmen <laughs> wow I eventually I eventually came I know things. way to be a sneaky sneaker that's sweet though like I always wondered what my proposal like would have been like because with me and Caleb he just like we already lived together and he woke up one morning and was like I want to get married and I was like, me too. And he was like, no, like, today. <laughs> and I was like, oh. So, like, that day, we went to the courthouse and got married. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that that's a cute. cute story, though. That's a good I was like, Casey wanted me to let you know that he had the ring on him at three other times. And each time it got ruined because he was told to take us to, um, he, he was told to take me to this one restaurant and because it was the best one there and all my food got all screwed up and I was like, I wasn't grouchy, but I was like, okay, I'm not eating this. <laughs> and so he didn't do it there. <laughs> I can't remember the other two times before, but I know he wanted to do it underneath the dragon as like the fire was burning out, but I was walking too fast <laughs> and he couldn't get me to stop. <laughs> Um, I believe it was the leaky cauldron for breakfast and he wanted to do it there but it was really crowded so we didn't that is so sweet (laughs) oh okay well shout out to Casey for like enduring (laughs) all of that like he didn't like was like you know what never mind I'm done (laughs) I got married in the my car so like like literally (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. no, it was like like was it like a drive-through <laughs> Like you just go and get like, the marriage certificate, and then you sign it. Your spouse signs it, and a witness signs it, and then you take it back. That's it. That's like if you choose to do the vows and the whole thing, like that's oh. completely up to you. Oh wow! So we went and got our thing, had our friend come with us, went back to the car. I signed it. He signed it. We kissed. She signed it. We left. We have to have two witnesses in New York <laughs> State, but it's pretty much the same. You don't have to do any kind of ceremony. You just have to sign it. But I think, I think we have to have an officiant or someone. I want to say they it. just changed that. Well, they used to like the probate judge would marry you, and you could like they had like a little gazebo outside the courthouse. You could go. Like, stand out there, at least in Shelby County. And um, when some marriage rights changed, if you catch my drift, Alabama was like, nope, we're not doing it. So. (laughs) 
Okay then. Well, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of jealous of that though. Like, staying in, well, like we did it in a courthouse as well, but I'm grateful for like our family and stuff being there, but at the same time, like, oh, our family I is didn't mad want as fuck. A big thing. I just wanted to sign papers. <laughs> like, mad as fuck. <laughs> and like, Caleb oh, called his grandma and she goes, Is she pregnant? And he was like, Not no, yet. We just wanted to. Not yet. A month later, though. <laughs> we didn't have a big thing either. We just eloped. And, like, part of me, I'm, like, so satisfied with that. But, like, part of me also kind of wished, like, we had a big thing and, like, a big, like, fancy dress for, like, Ruby to try on one day. But, like, other than that, like, I'm happy that we just eloped rather than spending <laughs> all the money. You can have like a, you guys could do like a vow renewal at like five years or whatever and have like a huge party. I've yeah. met a lot of people that do that. Landon wanted to, but he wanted to do like a whole ceremony. Like again, I'm like, no, like let we you all know my plan. Skip all a, that. Like I want to rent a condo for like a weekend and like everybody just come oh, party. Yeah. yeah Tony yeah. do that. <laughs> we spent $300 on a DJ who didn't play music because I didn't give her a playlist but I told her she could play whatever she wanted to oh no so most of the wedding was just like oh, yeah. silent until <laughs> like oh. my grandma had to tell her let's play something come on she like, well, she didn't give me a playlist and she tried to dip out the morning of my wedding said she didn't have a laptop cord yeah she was the worst DJ ever I tell everybody like, not to use you her. the DJ <laughs> <laughs> I would too spent six years not over it yeah, that's embarrassing. She, I yeah, told her to, she could literally play whatever what she wanted to What DJ does not come with music? I didn't care yeah, one bit because I wasn't going to be listening. I was going to do another stuff. Oh. That's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's insane. Um, I guess that makes me next. Um, so I work currently for Caleb's uncle and I started working for him in 2015, right when I was fresh out of high school. And at the time I was dating someone else. Um, and he was a little bit older than me, but like a good bit, way more like immature than me. And, um, I, walk, I worked with Caleb, like, my first day, and then a couple of days later, like, I hadn't seen him since, and I asked somebody, I was like, um, who's the cute curly-headed boy, and where did he go? And, like, the people that still work at the restaurant, like, still give me shit about it, and they're like, oh, where's the cute curly-headed boy? Why isn't he here today? Um, and that was, like... They're all just jealous. It was like a year and a half, like before we started, like being like official. Um, like we had hung out a few times between me trying to make my relationship work and him doing his own thing, um, sowing his wild oats, if you will, with sorority girls, um, <laughs> and beat him up. Somebody should have, Landon. I don't know nothing about that. 
I talk a big game, but I hide. I'm a Schwan man, so. <laughs> yeah, Carmen's scrappy. It was like one of those weird things where like we were together like every day, like either at my house or his house. But like random days, he would be like, nope, I'm not coming today. And I'm like, what do you mean you're not coming over today? And he's like, oh, I'm hanging out with so-and-so girl. And I was like, what? What do you mean? And then I would be like, okay, it's whatever. Like, we're not together, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Wow. And then I would have been like, oh, I'm hanging out with so-and-so too. Bye. I have a couple of those. I, I, I do have <laughs> a couple of those stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, would have been my answer. But he, he like, <laughs> went on a work trip and came back and was like, oh, my God, I never want to go that long without you again. And I was like, then don't. And he, like, he was like, well, what do you mean then don't? And I was like, well, then stop going and seeing these other bitches. Like, I don't understand what your problem is. <laughs> and... He asked me to be his girlfriend, and, like, a year later, right here, I got married. <laughs> Probably. My timeline's all messed up from, like, when we started hanging out to when we started. Anyways, we got married <laughs> in 2018. Started dating in 2016. There you go. And he, um, like, two weeks after we got married, he left for a three-week work trip. And he got my initial, like, tattooed on his ring finger. And his best friend was like, when Harley sees that, she's going to get pregnant. Like, y'all are going to have a baby, like, soon. Mm. And everybody, I was like, that's that's bullshit. That's not going to happen. A month later, I was married with her. So. Fine, sealed, and delivered, mm-hmm. Caleb. Way to go. <laughs> and he, like, gives me shit all the time because we work at restaurants, right? And so I don't always wear my, like, my wedding ring. And he'll be like, I have a wedding ring forever. You should do the same. Your turn, Brandy. You knew it was coming. Uh, I know, but it's shocking every time. Okay, so... uh, Well, we met at a concert in 2017. So it was Florida Georgia Line and Nellie. So it was like the best concert ever on top of, you know, meeting my husband. But anyways, and then uh, we were both 26 and we've been together since August of 2017. (laughs) And we both kind of, when we met, we were like, oh, we just got out of crappy relationships, like long-term crappy relationships. And I was like, I am not ready for anything long-term or I don't think I ever will be again kind of thing. And same thing with him and then we literally like a week after meeting each other we spent the night at each other's house and moved in together like super fast uh and then we got married uh (laughs) september 23rd in 2018 so we're coming up on four years and yep we have uh two girls together and then sophia she's by my previous marriage That was a poop show, but we won't get into that. I I forgot that our anniversaries are that close. Like, my anniversary is next Monday. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, the September's. Love it. It was, like, super hot in Alabama still. I was hoping that it wasn't going to be, but I really wanted to copy, like, the Sweet Home Alabama thing. So I still wanted, like, green 
out, not like fall. And then we got married at like a plantation house that looked like That's the Sweet so Alabama cute. house. Yeah, and then like our wedding had the little rock 'em sock 'em robots <laughs> on top of our wedding cake. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's my favorite movie. And then we even did um, our vows. We did the why you want to marry me anyhow so I can kiss you anytime I want thing. So, yeah, it was, it was. That's cute. That's perfection. You totally should. should. I know, right? Did you guys go make glass together? Right. You're welcome. You turn tones. Just drop it into your Ryan. Um, well, me and Lana met in 2017. We technically met online, but also through mutual friends. I know of a guy that he's in the military with, and this guy posted a picture with Lana. And I, like, as soon as I saw it, I like went into like creeper mode, started stalking him, <laughs> low key, but for real, but. <laughs> Um, and then he eventually messaged me and we hung out. We went on our first date to the zoo like a month later. And then he had just started working at the railroad and I was still in school. And so he would go out of town all the time, but it actually worked out because when he was out of town, he was like 30 minutes from where I went to school. So he would be in a hotel and I would just drive and go see him and like, in the hotel like all weekend or midweek or whatever nights he was there and then if he wasn't in Meridian he'd go to Chattanooga and as soon as he'd get off he'd just drive to Livingston <laughs> you know <laughs> the surprise baby was eventually going to happen and it did so <laughs> <laughs> yes it was scary baby. I was terrified because I was cheering at the time when we found out, I was home. We had a bonfire. And like, we, we had a bonfire the night before. The Shoal Creek of all places on my spring break. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I, I didn't drink like a whole lot, but like later that night, I felt sick. Ended up getting sick. And Lana was like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "I think I am." Like, you probably should take a pregnancy test. It's like, nah, like. There's no way. Like, there's no way I'm pregnant. It's not happening. And, like, that next morning, he was like, you definitely should take one. I'm like, okay. I found out I was pregnant. And then the next week, I went back to school. <laughs> still had to go back to, like, a chair competition. I told him I was still going to cheer, but I did. Nothing happened. Nobody on my it's team. It's cute. It's fine. I don't know. This has literally nothing to do no, with like, how I met Landon, but. My, um, we had that, that party at Landon's house. But, yeah. Then- the next morning, I started a brand new job, and it was, like, the worst decision ever because we were living in Alabaster, and it was in Shoal Creek, and we left at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, and I had to wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> but I, like, was on my yeah. lunch break at um, this new job that I, like, my very first day, and Landon, Caleb, and I had a group text and Landon, like, just sent a picture of a pregnancy test, and it was positive. And, like, I just burst into tears in the middle of, like, all of these people. And I was like, I'm so excited. Literally, I was terrified. <laughs> we didn't tell. We told y'all. Well, Landon told all his friends. But I only told, like, my best friend from high school, like, my best friend from college at the time, 
and that was it. Because, like, all my other friends were all cheerleaders and stuff. I told them they were definitely not going to let me compete. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I just can't know. What did your parents say when they found out? My mom was definitely not happy at all. We waited until Mother's Day to tell her. So I was like, <laughs> my parents a couple weren't happy months pregnant at the time that we told her. <laughs> and yes, we waited. And I wrapped up like the ultrasound picture and a little onesie that said like Happy Mother's Day, something about babies do, like late November. And she looked, she like opened it, she looked at it, she was like, nah, like you're kidding. Like, there's no, I'm like, uh, it's not a joke. <laughs> it's actually for real. And then Landon started talking about, like, us getting married. My dad was actually a lot easier. I don't know why I was a lot more afraid to tell my dad, but he was a whole lot, like, more <laughs> chill about it. He was like, okay, when well, you know, get we married? Got after we got married and Stacy still had a wonderful reaction to that. Um, Emerson. Like, we told her, we hadn't seen her in a while, and so we met, like, we were going through the same town, or we were going through, like, Paul City, um, and we stopped at a gas station, and, like, Caleb hugged her, and when he wrapped his arms around her, I, like, stuck the ultrasound pictures in his hands, like, behind her, so when he pulled away, he was, like, holding the ultrasound pictures, and she was like, fuck, no, fuck, no, and I was like, damn, <laughs> But she was like, I'm, I was just surprised. <laughs> she was fun, though. She was very excited yeah. afterwards. And my mom was, like, just crying the whole time. I made Casey tell everybody. I didn't even tell my own mom and dad. I made Casey do it. No. <laughs> That's so cute. We'd already been married for two years, too, so I don't know why I couldn't tell him. Um, so Caleb's great-grandmother is still alive so we have five generations um on his mom's side and so his great-great his sorry his great-grandmother always say that um we did things the right way because Caleb's mom and dad did not do things the right way and like Caleb's cousins have not done things the right way and so she's like "Ah, y'all are just my favorite y'all just do things the right way and (laughs) Like, I'm like, thanks, Grandma. Can I have extra <laughs> insert snack here at Christmas? Like, oh, mm-hmm. it's funny as we actually started like IVF before we got married. Yeah. Uh, we were engaged, but we started IVF before because like they told us to start like as soon as possible. Basically, you? like you are running out of time. Hurry up and begin. Basically, and let's stunk like I. I had, like, our first miscarriage, and it was, like, our wedding week. So, like, I had to, like, deal with going through, like, our wedding week and, like, miscarrying at the same time. But Aww. then, like, at the same time, though, it, like, made me forget kind of about that and then concentrate solely on, like, wedding stuff. So that was nice in a part. <laughs> Not to bring it down. I don't think that she necessarily, like, means anything by it. Yeah. She's just, like old southern baptist lady and like that's just the way that things are done in in her mind like but it's it's very funny that she gives everybody else shit me unmarried like yeah sitting here i was about to say we didn't do things the right way but it worked out (laughs) 
four years in, two kids later. Nikki's got to talk still. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any right or wrong way. I think if yeah. you love the person, it don't matter. Yeah. My mom pretty much said the same thing. Like, I wish she would have done this, then this, and then this. And I'm like, well. You should have pulled out the wish in one hand, beep in the other. Yeah. Which <laughs> one how it is. Okay, Nikki. <laughs> okay, Nikki. <laughs> Sorry. Um, hi, no, um, I'm unmarried, <laughs> um, hi. no, so I met Mike in, um, I met him March, it seems like it was a lot longer, but now that I'm actually thinking about it, I met him because we started working at the same restaurant in March of 2018, um, and I had a boyfriend at the time. Um, so anyway, so we worked at a restaurant. I was the front of house manager and he was the back of house manager. Um, I had a boyfriend at the time and he was like trying to flirt and I was like, whatever, like I have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend, I have a boyfriend. And then, um, my boyfriend I realized was doing some other shit. So I was like, okay, bye. And then to kind of like help me get over him, I was (laughs) like, Hey, do you want to like go out tonight? And he, Mike of course was like, yeah, what? Of course. So that's kind of how it started. We just went to, it's a rooftop bar um, downtown in the city that we worked in. It was like a, it's not a brewery. They had like a bunch of like on tap beers and stuff. It was super cool. Um, So we did that for our first little date. And then we like moved super quick after that. We moved in together super quickly. Um, For a little bit, I um, moved to the Outer Banks in North Carolina for like a couple months so that was really tough like long distance but it worked out in the end and we have um ellie who is now three so i also got pregnant super quick (laughs) and um, my parents also did not take it very well because they hadn't even really met him and i was like hey by the way i'm pregnant um and they never met him so that was fun. I was also, I think, I don't know if I even ever told you guys. I feel like I've mentioned it before. Um, I was th- 23 weeks, I think, when I found out I was pregnant. Oh, so I had no. literally, I, th- I remember thinking I have 11 weeks to get my fucking life together. <laughs> it's still not together, by the way, three years later. But Holy um, so shit. Yeah, I'm pregnant. I, we have 11 weeks to get it together. <laughs> and you've never met her dad think hi <laughs> um so i've always wondered like how like women go through like most of their pregnancy and like genuinely like do not know like how do you genuinely like not know like obviously it's possible but <laughs> when i first got pregnant i was working like 80 hour weeks and so obviously when you're working that many hours like you're just not taking care of yourself you're not eating you're not sleeping you're not and I was just getting I was sick I was really sick but I was like wow I just really need to start taking care of myself I need to like tone it down like I thought I almost had like an eating disorder because I was like when I did eat I was throwing up so I was like is it because I'm you know it's a whole thing so by the time I was like maybe I should really go see the doctor about this it stopped my first trimester ended so I was like okay great it's over like I got it together and I had left my job at that point because it was some other stuff was happening and I was like this is too much so it stopped I was like okay great and then I went along I was totally fine my weight has always fluctuated like my whole life I've like 
gained and lost and gained and lost. So gaining like 10 pounds wasn't that big of a deal for me. It wasn't like raising any red flags to gain weight quickly. And then I had to go to Planned Parenthood um, to get uh, birth control because my OB didn't have any appointments. Um, so I was doing my regular appointment, like check at Planned Parenthood, and they were like, um, you can't get birth control today. What? <laughs> so they're like, we're going to take you back for an ultrasound. I was like, what? And so, <laughs> like, they wouldn't do anything because, of course, they don't, like, Say know again? for sure. Obviously, I didn't know. They didn't know what this baby was going to look like because I've been on birth control this whole time. And so the lady doing the ultrasound was, um, I think she was oh, wow. new because she did it. And she was like, um, hold on a second. I'll be right back. So she left the room and grabbed somebody else. And the two nurses are sitting there. And, like, the screen is pointed away from me. And it's, like, this really tiny room. It's hot. I'm, like, nervous. So I'm just sweating. And I hear this the newer lady whisper, well, that's a leg or an arm. I think she said that's an arm. I said, it's a what? Oh and the other lady, the the not new nurse, was like, Shh. like she looked at her like, you, what the fuck? Don't say that. Like clearly, I don't know what's going on. But they were like, I'm whispering, but they're like standing right here. I can hear them. And so basically, they were like, you're pregnant. And so they like did their measurements, and they're like, oh, you're about like 22 or 23 weeks. I was like, oh my god. So that's, I, I was like, so I don't really have any options, do I? And they were like, nope, basically not. They're like, these are some like different things that you can do. Like sometimes, they obviously they didn't, she didn't have any like deformities. She's perfectly fine and healthy, but um, there's like different, that's getting into too much. But I was like so scared. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. I thought uh-uh. that's why I found out with Damien at 11 weeks, and I thought that was ridiculous. Like 23, like no. Me too. I found out with Emerson at 11. I found out with Bellamy at 11, and then Grady was 14. Violet was right away because I was so sick. I knew it, and I didn't take a test because I was like, it was not going to be true if I don't take <laughs> <Right>. a test. <laughs> when I got pregnant with Emerson, like I had just had walking pneumonia, and so like. Like, four weeks later, I was like, I still feel like shit. Like, I'm going to take a test. And it was negative. And then, like, five weeks later, Caleb was like, you need to take a fucking pregnancy test right now. And it was positive. And then whenever they did the measurements, they were like, I was like, I think I'm probably, like, five weeks. And they were like, no, sister, you're almost 12 weeks. And I was like, oh, (laughs) And we hid it from our family for a long time. Like, we didn't tell anybody for a long time. I don't know if it's, like, my most favorite, but it's probably, like, the one that describes our relationship to a T. Um, So we're going on vacation for the first time ever together. We're going to Nashville, which isn't that far away from us, but to see a concert um for it was like roger waters which was like a guy that used to be in pink floyd and caleb was like so excited we like got an airbnb for like three days so we were just like making a whole ass trip about it 
and we like got up super early in the morning and left and we're driving and, like I'm GPSing in the passenger seat like telling him how to go because we're going from his mom's house which isn't like um like the way that we would normally go and I missed a turn and so we went like <laughs> two hours in the wrong direction <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, Jeez, I've never oh my missed God. a turn that bad. <laughs> you, never, no. you never caught it that you missed the turn? Um, well, it was kind of like... It didn't like reroute you? It was like in the backwoods and um, it like rerouted like the quick... Anyways, it was a hot mess. And Caleb was like, I don't think this is how you go. And I was like, it's fine. This is totally how you go. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. That. So, did it take you the full like two hours to realize, or were you just like rolling with it? Um, I was in denial. <laughs> okay. So I was definitely the asshole in that story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess that can lead us to our "Am I the assholes for this week?" Um. And I got both of these off of Reddit, so I can't claim these, and I don't have names or anything like that for these. So this says, am I the asshole for siding with my mom over my wife and telling my wife it was her fault for putting me on the spot? My wife and I try to always side with each other in public, and if there's an issue, we talk it out in private, so maybe I fucked up here. My mom lives an eight-hour plane right away, so if she's going to visit, it's going to be for at least four to five days to make it worth it. My mom is the one who moved, and my wife made it clear that when she moved, that she needed to be the one to come to us as she made the choice to move, doesn't have small kids, and has the ability, the ability to work when she wants with no set schedule. My mom rolled her eyes but agreed. My wife also told me that we would not be altering our lives to revolve around my mom. While she is welcome to visit, we will not use our limited vacation time, which we want to use to do things with our kids, and it isn't our job to entertain her. I felt weird about it, but agreed. My mom visited one time three years ago. We went to work as normal, and she was alone in the house during the day. By the time we got home, she was clearly bouncing off the walls and about to lose it. We did our normal chores or a routine, through my, though my wife did take over some of my duties so I could visit with my mom. We had our normal blah weeknight meals, and by the end of the trip, my mom was clearly miserable, overtired, and starving. She just didn't eat much. I don't know why. She didn't complain, but seemed pissy. Then COVID happened. Both of us were busy, and we just didn't see each other. We recently invited her to visit again, and my mom said sorry, but no. She said it was torture, and if we can't put in the effort to host her, she isn't coming. I felt that was fair, as she didn't make any demands on us, just chose not to come, but my wife was very upset. My, my, my wife wanted me to confront her about how entitled she was being. I refused, so she called my mom and accused her of being childish and needing constant entertainment. My mom and her got into it, with my mom yelling that we were shit hosts, and she was so bored she actually cried one day. She said that she doesn't owe us her time if we don't want to put any time into her, and she will never visit again unless something changes, but we have an open invitation to visit her. My wife asked me if I was going to get involved. My mom said I need to get my wife to stop attacking her. 
My wife demanded to know whose side I was on, and I said my mom's. My mom began laughing. My wife teared up and hung up. Now she feels I betrayed her and that I'm a mama's boy. What the fuck? I haven't even seen her in three years. I told her it's her fault for putting me on the spot, and I just think my mom is entitled to the boundary if she doesn't want to be seen. So, that was long, but basically, mom came, wife was like, that's fine, come when you want, but I'm not going to change my schedule to fit you in, and they didn't see each other for a while, and then the mom was like, I'm not coming back, and the wife was like, why, and the husband was like, I'm on my mom's side here. So is the husband the asshole for taking his mom's side? No. I don't don't think think so. If she lives that far away, they can go off their schedule for a few days. Yeah. So. Yeah, normally I'd vote to take the wife's side 24-7, but it seems like a pretty even battlefield there. Everybody kind of had an asshole moment. He probably shouldn't have said it. So blunt. We don't know the history either. Maybe should have sugarcoated it. Yeah, but you don't know how their relationship goes, or, I don't know, she seems a little controlling herself, so. Probably the wife and mom probably have the same personality, and that's probably a big (laughs) issue there, the clashing. He probably (laughs) married his mother. (laughs) I don't know, that one's hard. No, he definitely shouldn't have, like, said, oh, I'm taking my mom's side. He maybe should have stayed a little bit more neutral and, like... Play devil's advocate for both. Just said I have to I think guess. about it. Yeah. But also, I personally, with like a third party, would have to side with the mom because it's like, I'm not asking you to take five days off work. <clears throat> I'm just asking you, hey, can you take off Friday for a long weekend so we can go do something? You know, like you can't expect someone to sit in the house. It's She's not from around there. She's flying, so she probably didn't, doesn't have a right. car to go anywhere. Probably not comfortable. Like, you just want her to sit in the house yeah, so alone for five days? Like, that's so many changes have been made. He mentioned that she like, was starving, so she probably wasn't comfortable raiding their fridge. I probably wouldn't have been either. Or she, right. the wife doesn't cook what? things that she likes. Maybe it's like an ethnic thing, or maybe it's whatever, but the wife's not a good cook. But like... <laughs> You could at least say, hey, what's your favorite food? And but, I'll cook it. You know, like just little things can make someone feel more welcome. You don't just have to like act like a stranger's in your home. Well, and part of it was like yeah. um, my wife said that we're not spending our like PTO to go and visit her. Like we want to do stuff with the kids. Well, that's fine. Why don't you use your PTO with the kids and invite the mother along? Like, yeah, to the yeah. wherever the vacation is. Yeah, right. let's all go to Disney. Your yeah. Whole life. Yeah. Tony, opinions before we move along. Um, I pretty much agree with what everybody's saying. Like he's, he probably should have handled it differently, but he's not necessarily the asshole. I do think. The wife was in the wrong. Like she said, they weren't gonna change her schedules for the mother mother to visit. But then she got mad when the mother said she wasn't gonna visit. That doesn't really make sense to me. But right, yeah, yeah, doesn't seem like you want her there anyway. So why does it matter if she visits? Yeah, or not? right. That, that's probably like the guilt coming out. Right. When we have family visit, we like rearrange our like schedules yeah. to fit like things to do with them and and when we go and visit family like it's the same thing like that's kind of just expected for right for our family that's like the culture norm like 
Yeah. Well, it's just like not being a fucking asshole and being rude. Like, oh, you flew eight hours for a week and you're going to sit in my empty house. Like, that's rude. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Also, where was the son in all this? Like, she's home by herself in his house. Like, where was he at? Could he not adjust his Uh, schedule? That's a good point. Like, I guess he could have theoretically taken some of his time to visit with his mom. Yeah. Like, it didn't... It didn't have to be, like, the whole family taking time off. It could have been a split shift. Like, yeah. there's a lot of things that could have, A communication yeah. problem is their problem. That's the asshole in this conversation. Right. <laughs> Learn to communicate. <laughs> Brandy, any thoughts, comments? Mm, I, I agree with everybody else, basically. But uh, I'm glad you recapped because I have severe ADHD. <laughs> and that was rough to try to stay uh, focused. I keep telling myself, like, nope, listen, don't go wander <laughs> off with something random over here. But I agree. Focus, yes. Brandy, focus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do that okay. well. Okay, I have one more if y'all are ready. Okay. <clears throat> ready. Am I the asshole for yelling at my wife for drinking? I, 28 male, am I a recovering alcoholic. My father was an alcoholic when I was a child, and I guess I caught it from him. I've been sober sober for about a year now, and I attend this recovery group once a week that is held by the Mormon Church. I've been gaining an interest in their beliefs and have been considering conversion, but that's another conversation. My wife, 26 female, went out with her friends this weekend, and I found out from her friend's Instagram that she had been drinking. She held a glass of wine in the photo, but she didn't appear drunk when she got home. I saw the post today, and I'm going to be honest, I freaked out. She's been so helpful and supportive during my recovery, and I can't believe she would do this to me. I confronted her as soon as she I saw it, and she told me that because she wasn't drinking around me, it wasn't an issue. I told her that when we got married, we promised to support, support each other through everything, and this wasn't being supportive and a direct violation of our vows. She told me to get over myself, and I lost it and told her that that was a bad wife and that she wasn't committed to us in our relationship. We've been together for four years and married for one. I told her that if she was pregnant, I wouldn't eat all the food she couldn't eat to be supportive. And she told me that she wouldn't expect that from me, so I can't expect her to be sober. And that I was being an asshole. After that, I just left and contacted the group lead for my recovery group. And he let me chill at his house while I cooled down. Am I the asshole? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, I was, like, yep. kind of fired yes. up. <laughs> she didn't bring a bottle of wine in the house, like, party? When I was yeah, reading it, I was, like, getting, like, aggravated. Yeah. Right. No, she took it outside the home. She wasn't near him. She wasn't intoxicated when she got home. She didn't act No, drunk. she did everything she's supposed to Man, do. No. Go to a meeting because you're upset that you can't have a drink and put it down. I know that feeling. I know that struggle of having a, a vice that you can't just pick up and put down whenever you want. But not everybody has that problem. Right, you can't expect her so to So let change. her be a human. You can still be supportive of someone without adapting and conforming to their exact same lifestyle. It's like, I can be supportive of my friend who's Jewish and in her, you know, but that doesn't mean I need to go to temple. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't equate. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't change my whole life, but I can adjust right. to make so me like, more comfortable when I'm yeah. kind of thing. has celiac disease, right? And she can't eat gluten at all. So if she's going to come over, I'm not going to cook anything with gluten in it so that she can eat the food, right? But when she's not here, I'm still eating gluten. Like, the fuck? Like, that doesn't yeah. make sense. Right. <laughs> His asshole comment started when he said, I caught it from my father. Like, no, homie, right. you are your own person. You did that yourself. <laughs> yeah. So I stopped listening to him after that. It was the narcissism for <laughs> me when he was like, well, I wouldn't eat. I yes. wouldn't eat the foods that you couldn't eat if you were pregnant. Like, okay. I didn't. <laughs> I never asked you to do that. I asked that. you. And you, that. I don't expect would. nobody. Sh- nobody should expect that- anyone to do that. Like. It's that's the narcissism. Yeah. yeah, like that was right. triggering. <laughs> that was triggering. Yeah. That that was literally him just saying, "You drank yeah. the wine that I wanted yeah. to drink, but I can't." It's like it's so, a jealousy thing, Thanks right? for like that. He's jealous that he can't go oh, out yeah. a drink with his friends. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that's ridiculous. And like, I kind of want to know, like, if his group lead like is supporting this, like. Like, is this this person that's, like, like, are you facilitating right. this behavior? Is that where it's like, coming from? Yeah, I also, Brandy had the same thought. Like, yeah. is this coming from whatever group program right. it's in? Regardless of if it's religion-based or non-religion-based right. or whatever. Like, is it is it coming from? But also, I'm give, it's giving narcissism. Um, and that's, like, a trait you have right. already. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know if, like, one is enabling the other, maybe. So. I hope she figured that red flag out and either put a correction to it. Oh, he he knows he's an asshole asshole because he posted it on Reddit. Like, you know. You know. You know you messed up, yeah. Just need confirmation. (laughs) Yeah, he just wants other people. It's like the buyer beware. It's like you just want confirmation that someone else is in the wrong right. yes well does he know because yes. there are buyer beware's that like get flipped around those are my now. favorite <laughs> ones <laughs> yes. they think they're in the right but it doesn't always mean they are it's always the narcissistic people there <laughs> too yeah <laughs> <laughs> I should join one of those I'm incorrect. not in any of the <laughs> Oh my god! I'm gonna invite you to some. They are the when best late you, night. I'll read. invite you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One with the most comments, and it's just the best. If you don't have a good book that night, just scroll. <laughs> right. Get wrapped into three thousand comments. <laughs> so those were from Reddit, but you can always put your own "Am I the asshole?" Um, on one of our forums we have it in our link tree which is linked to you can also request advice um we don't claim to be professionals but we have been through some shit we we've been through some shit and we can uh hopefully help you get through some shit (laughs) yeah we're very clearly very opinionated so we can (laughs) we got opinions and love to share 
Absolutely. <laughs> Better at fixing other people than myself. So. Um, and then you can also request a topic. If there's something specific you would like to hear us talk about, you can drop that request and we may or may not do it. <laughs> Make it a good one. <laughs> if it's funny, we'll do it. It's, it's all, all good, good, Mama. Right? Nikki? Thanks. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we also... Yeah. And that has our... Yep. And then go ahead. It has our I, stuff, too. I am, though. I have a degree, so... Fancy doctor. I'm not. I'm just kidding. Anything else? Oh, Candon. Candon. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. It's his time to shine. It's his time to shine. Uh,